Welcome to Your Dream Gym, where today we are going to hear from Rob Johnson, founder and MD of FutureFit, someone who's been on the guest list for some time, but has had to join us this week because of the forthcoming Elevate conference, more of which in a minute. My name is Guy Griffiths, and I like to find out what people's dream gym would look like, a club without any of the physical or financial limits of the real world. And before that, we also talk about their exercise background, their fitness history, and talk about their weekly workouts. Your Dream Gym is a part of The Collective, a network of fitness industry professionals whose purpose is to help the industry to share, collaborate, and grow. And as well as podcasts, we host online educational content, interviews and roundtables on LinkedIn, Facebook and YouTube. So look up The Collective on social media and please don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and colleagues and get involved by liking, subscribing and joining the conversation online with the hashtag YourDreamGym. I'll pop back after the chat with Rob today with some more Collective news and details of next week's guest. Next, you'll hear a quick word from one of our supporting partners this week, and then you'll be able to get right into the dream gym of Rob Johnson from FutureFit. This episode of Your Dream Gym is supported by Elevate, the UK's largest B2B trade show dedicated to fitness, sport and physical activity taking place at Excel London on 14th and 15th of June 2023. The event is cross-sector and features a diverse range of exhibitors showcasing the latest products, services and technology, as well as thought-provoking seminars, workshops and panel discussions led by over 250 expert speakers. The conference covers topics such as inclusivity, sports science, optimising business practices, and many more. Attendees include gym and health club operators, personal trainers, nutritionists, physiotherapists, sports coaches, and other professionals from public and private practices. The event is a must-attend for anyone looking to stay up-to-date with the latest trends and developments in the industry, and is completely free. Find out more at elevatearena.com. Today on Your Dream Gym, I'm really pleased to be joined by Rob Johnson, a guest we've been trying to get on for a little while. Rob is the CEO and founder of the Future Fit Group, and they are celebrating 30 years in business in 2023, and also the official education partner at our supporting partner on the podcast this week, Elevate, the arena of physical activity. So welcome to the podcast, Rob. Thank you, Guy. Pleasure to be here. As you say, you've been trying to track me down and you finally got Well, I've been... the same way that I will get to one of your golf events soon, I hope. In, indeed, indeed, yes. Something else we've been trying to, to get together for a while. But yeah, thanks to Lucy, I think, Elevate really for, for you know, put, putting the, the encouragement on. To come on the podcast, but I know you yeah. wanted to come on. We had Paul Swainson on, of course, who told yes. us about Revs and Reps, one of your long term employees. He has um, been with us for many years. Yeah. So go back and listen to that series three, episode seven, I think, a really good car based gym. But before we get on to your dream gym and the kind of standard questions, Rob, what's going on at Elevate? So Future Fit are the official education partner. 
Can you tell us anything about what's going to be going on with Future Fit at Elevate in 2023? I can tell you a little bit. I can tell you that there's some really good education session, sessions. I mean, that's why we are the education partner, because we're passionate about education and passionate about learning and upskilling. And Elevate is an excellent place for that because it allows debate. Mm. So the team are working very closely with Lucy and everybody at Elevate to pull together, again, another amazing lineup of speakers. We, we were education partner last year. We continued to do it this year and I'm hoping we can continue to do it for many years to come because for us, it really is a good platform. So that, that's one side of it. The other side of it, I'm, I'm going to afraid I'm going to have to keep a secret because we've got some announcements to make. We've got a, a very important announcement to make on the first day. So mm -hmm. if anybody wants to find out what that is, they just need to come to our stand in the afternoon and keep an eye out for what's happening because it's exciting. Excellent. Yeah, there was, there was a great announcement last year and some refreshments to go with it. That's right. Um, there were. And, and, and yes, as you say, the, I, I always enjoy the education. I always get a lot out of, I get a lot out of meetings and the exhibitors, but yeah, for me, the main thing about Elevate is about getting educated and educating people. I was really honored to be on one of the panels last year, one of the future yeah. panels talking about health. So yeah, a, a, a marriage made in heaven, I think in well, terms I'd, of, I'd like to think so educating the industry, but a little teaser there for you be around the future fit stand on Wednesday, the 14th in the afternoon. That's right. It, it will be worth space? it. I'm sure. Whatever, whatever <laughs> that is. And I, yeah, I don't know yet. So I look forward to finding out. Cool. Well, yeah. So thanks. Thanks for the elevate intro and plugs. Let's start talking about Rob Johnson though. Yeah, and we chatted about this a little bit off air. It's not something you're 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 obviously focusing on your staff and the business quite a lot, and it's unusual to think about and and focus on yourself. So hopefully this will be interesting for you as well as the listeners. I think it will be interesting, as, as I said to you, yeah, offline. I said this isn't something I do. I don't talk about myself. I talk about future fit. And I talk about the team, and I talk about the great work they're doing. But I don't talk about and think about me. So yeah, it's been quite an interesting exercise to go through. Well, that, what does Rob Johnson do and why does he do it? Well, that's, that's why I am honored to have you on. So let's talk about exercise or activity or just, just, you know, being physically active. First of all, what does that mean to you, Rob? And how did you get into being active? Yeah. What does it mean to me? I think, I think in, when I reflected on this, one thing for certain is what it means to me has changed over time. Sure. I, I have always been active. I was, I, I got into activity, I suppose, in the way that many people do, which is through sport at school, which is a whole discussion in itself around what's going on with school sports and schools now, because, you know, when I look back at, about PE back in, when I was at school, it was the best days, not, not day, not a single day, not a single hour, not a single half hour. It was the best days of, of, of being at school was, was doing PE and playing sport. And I think, you know, I, every single lunchtime, I remember, you know, my mum packing me a sandwich to eat in the change room before I either did cross country or I did football or I, I did rugby or I did cricket or I did gymnastics or I did anything. And then the same after school. And then that that 
moved on through through life. And I actually I was I listened to Andy King's podcast and Andy said that music stopped his sport. I was the opposite. I was I was I played the violin, believe it or not, for many, many, many years. I I was in the county youth orchestra. But then at the age of fifteen, I had to choose because Saturdays and Sundays sporting days or, or orchestra days and sport one. That's so really my music career stopped at 15. Andy's went forward, mine stopped. That's really and, interesting. And sport, sport took over and it, and it, and it, and it, it became a bigger and bigger and bigger part of, of my life. Played to quite a high level, both at football and rugby and cricket and athletics. Mm-hmm. But I always also had a passion then back then for the teaching of so that's where, that's where, you know, we, we talk about future fit and education. Well, I, I used to help out at lunch times when I was sort of 17 and 18 with the rugby team and the football team and helping the PE teachers. And then that led to me going on to university to study, to be a physical education teacher, be a PE okay. teacher, mm-hmm. which I never did. <laughs> I never, I never got to be that person because whilst I loved teaching as in, uh, you know, teaching sport and, and being a teacher, what I found was that teaching in schools didn't give the entrepreneurial side of Rob Johnson Mm. enough scope. It didn't give me enough pleasure in terms of thinking where I could go with it. So uh, yeah, that's, that's my school teaching career can finish, but, but I, whilst at university, again, played a lot of rugby and followed my other main passion, which is when I left university, I became a ski instructor and you know, this, this, this is all leading towards my, what's my dream gym because skiing is my passion. And as I, as I went through uh, sport in, in terms of c- competitive sports stopped when future fit started, because to pay and play at any sort of reasonable level, the mm. amount of commitment and time just wasn't, I just couldn't do it. And and the work took over, didn't stop the activity because I think when I look back now and it was interesting thinking about it, my reason for staying fit changed because it became keeping fit for skiing, you know, right. so it became very specific at that, at that point and doing activity to be able to participate a reasonable level while skiing. So. And, and that, that I suppose has followed my journey throughout my life is that my, my, I changed what I did as things became available because of that, as I then got into, you know, the, the fitness leisure industry, the gym became more important and I started to use the gym more and swimming and, and et cetera, et cetera. So the activities changed, but I continued to stay active. And then as, as I've moved through life now, for example, I'm back to where I started, which is everything's outside. It's not a gym. It's, it's cycling, it's running, Mm -hmm. uh, it's keeping myself fit, mobile, injury free still ultimately, I suppose, to be able to ski well in the winter. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Because it is, it is, you've got a limited window. Okay, yeah. if you depending on I mean, you could go southern hemisphere in the summer and yeah. you, know, you 
but it does get very expensive. But it's about keeping fit and making sure you get the most out of that week, fortnight, occasionally. And I'm, I'm lucky enough to things. actually have a small a small place in the Alps, so nice. I can get out there fairly regularly in in the summer. It also happens to be on the route of a Tour de France climb, so nice. that gets my cycling as well. Yeah. So. I think we've just, um, we've probably seen where, where yeah. my gym, dream gym's going, you know, because those are two passions. So I love cycling. I love running and running in the mountains is awesome. I love skiing and the mountains are a beautiful place in the summer as well as the winter, you know, for the cycling, it's just divorced. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's funny how you look at it's full circle around starting outside with a sport with a passion for being outside and team games and things and then going through the gym and the world and because of obviously the the, the business was all around that but then coming out the other side personally for me it's back to the outdoor and i think it's interesting i think i think i i was trying to look at when that changed and and it was pandemic i was still a member of a gym until pandemic hit and pandemic hit and it forced the running outside. And, and I, I, I was listening to, I remember Jack Shakespeare saying exactly the same thing, yeah. running pushed him outside with a friend and he's been running ever since. And I think that, that, you know, I got on my turbo during lockdown and I started running again, which I haven't done properly for a long time. I've always run, but never really got, you know, had lost it. Then I'm back into it and that's so, so yeah. And I, and I think, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't go back specifically into a gym environment because I get all my enjoyment from being outside. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But just, just quickly back to the, you know, that, that music, that choice. I think a lot of people do hit that. And my son might even be hitting that again today. He's getting a trumpet, carrying on with trumpet lessons. And I'm worried that that is going to be a, well, you're doing that instead of PE because there is that, is it, are, are you music, are you arty or are you sporty? It, it, I, you know, how <laughs> deep I've got, you know, as I, I made front page news in our local newspaper because I was in a musical and I was supposed to be playing in a cup game for the rugby club. And which do I do? You know, and, and, and I had to choose a musical because it was only on there and then and the cup game and the rugby club had to do without me, right? Uh, you know, but it made French page, you know, Northamptonshire news. You're from Northamptonshire. Northamptonshire. Yeah. I'm from Northamptonshire. And it made news and you think that's not newsworthy. It's just a decision that people have to make all the time. As you say, am yeah, I absolutely. RTM one sporty? But no, you can be both, but it's just the school life doesn't allow that, does it? No, well, I think I, I'm. I, I think I think my lad will be okay, but it is a genuine concern. And uh, and then yeah, the, the, the PE teacher thing is really interesting. And I mean, listen, lots of people go to university, do all sorts of exciting, interesting, whatever else degrees. But then, as you say, the entrepreneurial side took over, or you weren't going to tick those boxes as you came out. Mm. But 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 an interesting degree, nevertheless, I'm sure. Oh, it was, and the other, the I did, I did P and maths, and the maths has been, uh, yeah, maths nice. and further maths has been uh, unbelievably useful when you're trying to build spreadsheets and do profit and loss forecasting, and yeah, I was, 
I was lucky enough, I, uh, you know, my brother ended up being an accountant, so I got lots of advice from him. Okay. But, but, but you could get, you could see yourself, you could see your way around a spreadsheet. Exactly. As, I can as see well myself. as understanding what, what is flicking people's switch in terms of yeah. activating them and being, exactly. yeah. Cool. And then, yeah. So skiing since an early age as well, or was that? Yeah. Okay, again, that's, after school uni? has, school has a lot to answer for. You know, I, that school got me into sport. It got me into skiing. You know, I, I went, you know, begged my mum and dad to allow me to go at 11 and and I've been skiing, say, you know, 45 years since. So, but yeah, and you, you, you look now and you think, you know, our schools giving, I know they do give the opportunities, but some schools don't. Some schools, it seems to have dropped the sport thing off the radar. Mm. You know, I, I'm, I'm not sure about this whole non-competitive, you know, everybody's a winner at school. You know, that's not life, is it? You know, you're competing. You, you know, you're competing for jobs. You can be competing. You got to win, and there'll jobs, always be winners, jobs. and there'll always be losers. And 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 that that I think creates resilience in people. You know that that's what I've learned learned from sport and winning and losing at sport and 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 being part of that world is you build a resilience that that you take into everyday life, and that's that's really and to me is really important. And I just what I just fear that. Now, you know, everything has to be paid for. You know, there aren't non-paid for after school stuffs where how the kids get involved in this stuff. And it's it's yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's 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 not assuring it breathing a a, a strong, resilient no. workforce of the future. I'm not no, sure. that's right. As you say, the the the, the it's almost a need for failure. Uh, yeah, I, I worry that kids aren't necessarily going to learn, have to learn how to drive in the future. But yeah, they've all been equal at school. Everyone's got a medal in the running race. And the, yeah, the first thing they're going to fail at is probably a relationship, which is going to be devastating for a lot yeah. of them. But yeah, to understand failure and to be sometimes picked last or yeah, to, to win or to lose and to champion things. Yeah, I do think it's important. Yeah. But we could go down, we could go down a long rabbit hole on that. Go get this, all of that is a discussion in itself. But, it but, but, but I think for me that that's, that's, you know, sport and activity has helped me in my life massively. Team sport, you know, and, and, and I don't know, has it, has it helped shape me? You know, I, I, you know, I was captain, rugby club captain, football captain, this guy, you know, has that, it did that help me be the leader that I am now? Yes, I think it did. I'm sure. You know, did I think at the time, did I think, oh gosh, gosh, I'm going to be a leader when I was 14, 15, 16? No, but mm. looking back now, yes, I think leadership. Yeah. Would, yeah. Would, you, would you have been lead violin in the County Youth Orchestra? I was close to it when I left. I was, I was second. Okay. I was okay. on the front, but so there was second. The, to, to was, a very good friend, to a very good friend who 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 continued with that and didn't go down the sporting route. So. Okay, but you're still in touch. Yeah, good. Okay, so let's just have a have a quick look at your weekly workouts or your routine. Or as you say you're not going to the gym much anymore, but you are running and cycling and and Pilates and Pilates. Yes, that's yes. come up a few times yeah. now. 
Yeah, and and and, and uh, got you know we we obviously have a school of Pilates at Future Fit, but so it's played a big part in in my life from that perspective. But personally, I got it into it for in two reasons. One, a group of guys I played golf with, we all had a private Pilates. I say private; it's just the the, 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 the he was treating. Many of us for various ailments. It's a, yeah. a sports therapist guy, and he runs e clinical Pilates, which is rehabilitative Pilates. And and we we were all he was saying you should all be doing this. So we said, yeah, probably it'll improve our goal. And so we did, did. and then yeah. you know, and it, we, and it does, right? It does. It does. It just it, it's yeah, it does. And and I you know I was there this morning, so. I, Walk, stroke, no, walk, stroke, run with the dog first, then down for a 45 minute Pilates session and then back at my desk, you know, for nine o'clock and, and it's a great way to start the day. And I think it's like anything, once you get into the routine of having that booking in a diary at eight o'clock on a Friday or a Thursday morning, which are the two days I, you know, I either go Thursday or I either go Friday. It's a small class of only sort of eight people. Um, it's, it's very personal, good banter, but good for you. Yeah. Yes. Just genuinely it's everybody is rehabilitative, especially as you get older to help you and keep you just functionally working. Yeah, I think that's right. Excellent. Yeah. And right. it's excellent. Yeah. But men, men of a certain age, I'm talking about us. Yes. You know, the 50s it's like yeah you know what you need to be stretching and and mm. using those muscles and you are particularly if you're sat or even stood at a desk all day it is just so good for you regardless of whether you you know want to try and hit the golf ball further or more accurately hasn't helped yeah. me hasn't helped me with that person <laughs> no but, no, but no, it does but persuading persuading guys blokes to go and do it is uh, yeah something i'm always trying to do so I, I, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's brilliant. It genuinely is, but it's like any, it's like anything, isn't it? With, with exercise, it's all about routine, mm -hmm. making it part of your life and having an appointment that, that makes you do it. And sport did that, you know, you had to turn up to training, yeah. you went and you had a match. It was at a time and a place you went. And I think that's one of the biggest things for me in, in, in all exercise and activity, you know, it's, it's life gets in the way of exercise mm. and you to have something that becomes a regular part and it's booking in your diary, like a meeting. We, we all don't, we don't miss meeting, you know, you turn up on time and you have a meeting it's in your diary. And that's, mm. that's something that I always try and do is that the running thing is, is easier now because of the dog. He just loves to run. You've got a Labrador. He just loves to run, run, run. So it's easy going for a run because I, 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 I turned his walk into runs, run, and, you know, go to the local country park and just run and run and run. It doesn't have to be a fast run as in it might be a stop start, but it's still about an hour, 45 minutes, but you do it every morning because it's an appointment with your dog. Yes. Not, your dog will let you know. Well, maybe maybe let, it is in the calendar. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> dog will let you know. Excuse me. <laughs> yes, we're going. Was that was was the Labrador a specific choice then because of the running or 
no, 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 uh, no. It, it, the Labrador was a, a lockdown dog. We'd had a dog previously who unfortunately died about well, eight years ago now, and it was very, uh -huh. you know, getting another one was difficult. But then mm -hmm. lockdown came along, and it was like, well, now's the time, a good time to get a dog. And so, just happens, just just happens to be that that uh, available. Then a Labr Labrador is a dog I like. The previous one was a rescue dog, which was a cross with a lab. Mm. But he does. He just runs, 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 runs. It's great for me because it is, it is fitting things in for me. I get a run done in the morning. I, I used to love going for long bike rides, but again, it's like, it's like playing golf. You've got to make the time in four hours around the golf course or a long ride, which is two, three, four hours. But I've got the turbo trainer next to me here, so I can jump on it in an evening at five o'clock, you know, take the dog out, come back in, jump on my bike for half an hour. Yeah. And it's easy. Yeah. Perfect. And that's about, that's, that's again, how, how it changes as you go through life. It's, it's making sure that you can fit everything in because mm. that's the key fitting everything in. So the, so you're, you're, you're obviously walking or running with the dog each day as Pilates sounds like once a week, the turbo is, is there. But when, probably, probably air turbos, probably three, three times a week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the golf or the long bike ride, those are almost treats. Are they? That's maybe once a sort of night. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where you can fit them in. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I'm lucky. I don't get out on the golf course as much as I would like to, but again, courtesy lockdown has got a lot to answer for. Courtesy of lockdown. I'm very lucky that literally one minute down the road. There's a, we've got a small gold society here, there's 12 of us mm -hmm. and lockdown comes along and gold courses got shut. So one of the guys said he owns some land and he's got, he said, I've got a building on it. Shall we all chip in and buy a simulator and have it set up full time? So we've got it set up full time. So you can go down. It is literally two minutes from my house. Clubs stay down there and you just walk in. Turn on the simulator, and play any course, play any yeah. course in the world, yeah. and and it's that again is a time thing. I can I can justify going down for an hour, an hour and a half in the evening if I haven't managed to get out on a course. Yeah, so it's all about finding time and slots that work, mm -hmm. and they'll work with the rest of your life. Absolutely, so that's yeah. that's that's it. Yeah, fitting it, fitting it in, fitting it. In. Yeah, it is the, I think the eternal struggle for so many people with, particularly with exercise, activity, movement, yeah, fitting it in. But if you build, if you build it in by buying a dog that likes to run, I know yeah. that wasn't the specific, no. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a good way of forcing yourself to do it, but then clearly enjoying it when you are doing it. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think, I think that's not done a lot. Sorry, when, when talking to people about exercise and trying to get them into exercise habits, I don't think often, this is a very broad statement, but I think often people, instructors, personal trainers or whoever don't spend enough time thinking about the person and their life. Mm -hmm. They, they, because a lot, because of a lot of instructors get into it because they are driven to, to do sports, it's a sport or exercise or activity for them is easy. 
So it's very easy, particularly with, and, I, and I, some of these are very broad statements because I can't put everybody in the same box, but the younger instructor yep. who goes, yeah, I, I remember there was one young lad, 21, we were running a, a training session for one of the big chains. And it was all about, you know, how do they, how do they deal and work with Mr. or Mrs. Jones, whose last experience is on a cold winter's day doing cross country at school. And they're now in their mid fifties. Well, so, yeah, 20, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. yeah. How do you deal with that person? How do you motivate that person? What, what, how do you get them? To partake in physical activity you know what 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 is it and this this young man turned around and he said why wouldn't they exercise well what motivate motivates you i just do it i don't know why i do it i just do it i just love it why wouldn't they and that i think is a very insightful way of if you're getting into something because you love it you've got to put yourself in other people's shoes yeah they they probably don't love it as much as you, but they realize they probably need to do something or want to do something, but they've also got a very, very, very busy life. You instructor make it part of your life. They can't or don't know how to. And I think the, the whole, I, you know, people don't go to the gym because they're scared not to go to the gym. I think that's right. But I also think it's about their ability to plan how do i fit this in mm. you know how do i do it and i think you, you you should you need to spend more time understanding the person and what makes them tick and what's going to make them happy and what fits with their lifestyle how can you make exercise not be a chore around their lifestyle using the dog dog scenario you know yeah you can turn a you can do a couch to 5k with your dog you know Absolutely. Turn it into something that you already do and already participate in. So yeah, it, it's, it's that, that I think has to be done. You've got to do more of that. I think you've got to do yeah. more. Yeah. And the instructor, the, 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 the class, I know exactly what you mean. The, the classic instructor, let's say, you know, just explaining to this 40, 50 year old exercise, you know, bad memory person and saying, well, you need to work out three times a week because otherwise. It's in, yeah, just setting people up to fail. We should put we should put together a training course on that, right? Yeah, <laughs> something to do with health seekers. Yes, maybe we should. Oh, yeah, yeah what a good idea, seekers. Yes, let's not let's not let's not go there now, though. <laughs> good plug, good plug. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I I I I didn't intend to bring that in. Yeah, there we go. This episode is supported by Explore Gym. Get your club future ready with Explore Gym. Flexible, intuitive, all-in-one gym management software that gives you everything you need to run your business. Developed with best-in-class technology, Explore Gym lets you create dream gym experiences with premium digital features, including joining, booking, payments, access control, smart messaging, and more, all in one place. Book your Explore Gym demo at explorgym.co.uk. That's xplorgym.co.uk. 
let's have a think about your dream gym then rob you've got a magic wand and unlimited resources anything's possible what does your dream well, it's, it's gym in the mountain like? It's, it's in, in the, the mountains. mountains. It's outside. Of course. It doesn't need to have a lot of kit, you know. It, it, yes, a bike is useful. Skis are useful. Okay. But think ex exercising in the outdoors for me is, is I love. But it also has to be social. So group rides, sitting on a ski lift, passing the time of day, going for a run because it's fun with with others and and very much what i would call functional uh -huh. so my gym would be very functional so so being able to use the environment that's around you hills you know woods and trees off-road you know I, I don't swim but having water would be help. Well, I say I don't swim. I do swim, but I don't swim to keep fit. But sure. you know, using the elements and and just you know, you you mentioned yeah, and out, outdoor gyms, and they are becoming more and more prevalent. And and I think you know, abroad, interestingly, you do see more people using the you know, in the Alps, there are sort of adventure trails, but they're just. They're just stuff that you use body weight with. It's it's yes. all body weight stuff, and it's you know, calisthenics and calisthenics and hanging and lifting, just lifting yourself. And I think that that is something that we generally, I think, it's important for everybody. You don't have to have loads of kit, great kit. Some people are really inspired by that and want that and need that, but you don't have to have it, and that's. No. Something that I've learned for my gym, I wouldn't, you know, I'd have some medicine balls, I'd have some bands, sure. I'd have some steps. I've had, have just stuff that you could pick up and put in your car if you want, mm -hmm. but it's easily, you know, that, that could make it very, so it doesn't need loads of money. You've got loads of stuff around you that can help you get active. And I think that's the thing is activity as opposed to, but, you know, training hard, you don't yeah. have to, if you don't want to. And I think that's the thing. It should be fun. Mean, activity rather than exercise. Yeah. Interestingly, is my, that, LinkedIn, uh, yeah. my LinkedIn poll for today, actually, if you want to go back and work out when this was recorded, but yeah, looking at getting all sorts of different people, different ages, presumably on, on that kind of, on that social side, just on a trim trail or. Yeah, doing dips or pull-ups, but not necessarily picking up enormous Atlas balls and no. using, you know, specific equipment. But as you say, body weight stuff and, and, and trying to achieve something, but ultimately having, having fun and playing. It, yeah, that's right. And, it, and, and, you know, I started by saying I don't often think about myself. And, then, and when you think about what, what is it that, that's going to help others, you know, we, we've started to use a phrase you know, moving from fitness and facilities to moving in communities. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think if my, if my gym dream gym had to have a, a facility with it, I would make sure that, that it, it had everything outside around it. So yes. I'd want, I'd want stuff. And I, and this gets interesting, isn't it? The, the involvement of 
our, our industry. It's like, I go back right to when I started and I became a gym instructor, personal trainer and things. Mm -hmm. Some of the facilities I was involved in running, it was often, you know, you'd have a class booking of, I don't know, you, you might do a circuit class or something like that. Sometimes they'd all turn up and it would be an amazing day outside where you say, should we just go outside and do something? And you'd go outside and you'd all, you'd do something outside and then you'd come back in and you'd have a cup of tea and, or a coffee, whatever. So it became very social. It wasn't, oh, well, you've turned up for this. Yes. But everybody says, why don't we just go outside then? Let's just go outside. And I think that, that, that is becoming more and more relevant with, with the, you know, what's starting to gain momentum is that the pivot to active well-being, yeah. which, you know, has been talked a lot about GM Active are doing some amazing work with that on that, but that is all about sort of opening the doors, sort of taking, taking the sides off the facilities and yeah. saying, let's go out and therefore it becomes less important to have loads and loads and loads of kit. Mm. You don't so have to take the kit to people. You can just take the activity to the people. Yes. It sounds like your dream gym facility wise, it's more of a, there's a toilet, right? You can go and there are four walls. Yeah. Hopefully. And a changing room or maybe a yeah. shower and things like that. But ultimately you're then, yeah, stripping down the, taking down the four walls of the club, blah, 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 hybrid, indoor, outdoor. But it's, it's about that outdoor area where, yes, yes yeah. you're doing functional stuff or you might be jumping on a ski lift and having a lovely social chat and then, yes, you are skiing down or maybe cycling down a bit of off-road. Yeah, it, it, um, it is. Cycle up hill if you, if you want. Yeah. If you're a... you got an electric bike for that now, haven't you? Yeah, sure. <laughs> but if the ski lifts are there, then... But, um... but joking aside, electric bikes have yep. opened up cycling to, to loads of people that would not go, that take exactly, oh my God, I can't go up that hill. Yes, not, you can now, you know, and I, we see, you know, on these, it's made, for example, mountain climbs and mountain passes in France accessible yep. to people would, would never have seen the amazing beauty of doing that because it is, it's stunning and I love it. And God, it's hard work when you, when you're trying to get up them, you know, 13 kilometers, how, how they, how these professionals do is beyond me. I mean, the speed at which they do it is just incredible, but I get why you do it. I love it. But the electric bikes, fine, cycle on the flat and use the electric to get up the hill. You're being yeah, active. Absolutely. I mean, for me, it, for me in the Alps in the summer, it, it was put the mountain bike on a ski lift. Yes. Go to the top. Yes. And cycle down. That was, yeah. that was. The, the perfect kind of activity because yeah you do have to be superhuman to cycle yeah. up those hills yeah. and i think cycling up a lot of the trails unless you're david miller and fran miller just did one yeah did, did some crazy was it south africa yeah crazy off-road thing uh, just being being outdoors and having fun i think yeah. that's and that's the key it's, it's fun it's, it's hiding i'm here also we're chatting to this about it might be a future episode but it's it's the, it's hiding the vegetables in the, in the pasta sauce, isn't it? It's hiding the exercise within fun yeah. or not just for kids, but for everyone. Yeah, I, it, it is. It's, I was speaking to somebody who's running an amazing GP referral scheme and he said he had, had a gentleman who's really, really, really obese who said, I can't, I can't walk. I can't run. I can't do anything. And he, he, he said, okay, right. All we're going to do today 
he said, I, he, he, I got a load of dustbins along the side and he said, and, and he got some bean bags. He said, right, all we're going to do is I want you to throw the, 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 the dustbin of, you know, ball and, and your challenge is to get in. I, I think he said X number. And if you miss, you've got to come back and start again. So your challenge is getting them in. Don't miss. But he did it and did it and did it. And then he said, brilliant. You've done it. Got ever, however many. Do you know, you've just walked half a mile because he was walking down. It wasn't even, a, it was just a, a place in a community center. He was just yeah. said, you've just walked, go on the tour guide. And I went, I haven't walked half a mile for 10 years. You've just walked it because you made the activity fun. You got him to focus on something else, but he walked. Yeah, ra rather than taking him to the track or, God forbid, a treadmill. Yep. Yeah. Um, because that, that's, you know, a treadmill is a torture device to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's incorporating the activity in, in, in the, the fun element. And I mm. think good school activities, and that, you know, school clubs do that. They make, they make it fun. They don't go, this is a hockey. This is, you know, this, this is just, this is just fun. And helps your hand-eye coordination, but it gets them doing stuff and it's fun. It's what kids want. And that's yeah. what everybody wants, actually fun. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. And it, well, that's what I've said. It's not just kids. So there's a big social element to it, as most of our guests say, rather than, you know, I need this specific kit. What about the sport side of things? Are we, I mean, there's the cycling and the skiing. Uh, are we addressing any of your sporting exploits from the past in your dream gym or? Well, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I used to play a lot of rugby to a re reasonable level. Mm -hmm. uh, but back when I was at university, the gym was a little multi-gym in the middle and nobody used it. All of our training was physical place-based stuff. You know, we, you know, some amazing players went through our university and, you know, became professionals and had never been in the gym. But that's now evolved. So I would never want to preclude people. So that's why I say, you know, I don't always want to think about myself because I'd like people to turn up at my gym and go, I want to do that. And magically opens up a functional area or a gym or something that says, and why do you want to do that? Well, I want to do that because I'm training for that. Okay. So you need to be in there doing that mm. to get to that. So you're right, the sport thing has got to come into it, but it's got to come, it goes back to what I was saying is what makes people tick? Some yeah. people want to do it because of that. Some people want to do it because of that. Some people just, it's health, it's sport, it's all sorts of things. Mm. And it goes back to the same thing. Find out what people want. And I want my gym to go, and there it is. Okay. Yeah. Don't get out everything and anything. Yeah, sure. Because if money's no object, yes, it can be in the middle of the mountain, but then the trees part and there is an amazing gym undercover, but in the fresh air, yeah. that would, that would, to allow people to achieve what they want to achieve, be that okay. sport, be that whatever. Yeah. Cool. And then coming back to the cafe, you were talking about meeting up for a tea or coffee after yes. your classes. That's important. Yeah. And I, I, and I know that it's. You know, I'm sure we've mentioned it before on the podcast, but the number of groups that are doing chair-based exercise in a community center, yeah. they're not there for the chair-based exercise. They're there for the latte and the cake afterwards. Yeah. But actually from a overall health point of view, 
it is you know no matter how many lattes or sugars they're putting in to a certain extent they are getting some good health benefits from being together you know when you when you're talking about you know your overall health and we talk about blood pressure and and stress and the stress environment and mental health that that for me is is part of it which is why again i go back to good trainers instructors whatever need to be able to judge the mood in a room and if, if you know what one day you're, you're having you know i i can remember having personal training sessions you know back 30 years ago when i was a personal trainer you sometimes you turn up at a client's house and it's obvious they do not want to do or are not in the right headspace to do what they want that you have planned for them. Mm-hmm. you've got to be adaptable and it might just be sat in there having a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or an, or a stroll mm-hmm. in the woods instead of this hard weight session you were going to do because that's where they're at mentally so that 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 social aspect of of the mental health the mental well-being is is really really important which comes so it comes down to yes having a nice area for that that maybe yeah. has yeah the, the right kind of teas and coffees but it's also about the staff and some good coaches yes. who recognize you, you're not here for a feasting day. You're here for a chat or a yeah. offload or a, yeah. yeah, let's, let's, I'm just going to take you around the block for a walk. Yeah. And, and therefore the, the ability to communicate for, for those people, the, 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 the trainers, the, the instructors, the, that the coach, they, that the communication side of things is so, so, so important. And we've talked about it in our, say, in our industry for years, isn't it? We need better communicators. We need to, to help them to communicate. We need, it goes back is, you know, we you get older, you get to understand you've lived in the shoes of other people. You get to understand really what the people you're trying to help need. Well, young that shouldn't preclude young trainers you can teach that you can tell them you can help them walk in other people's shoes Mm -hmm. uh, in order to and i think that's we we try to do a lot of that but but teaching the technical aspect of being a trainer and coach is not the, the hardest thing it's not the biggest thing it's all of the other stuff that goes around it that makes you a good trainer coach leader Mm. technical aspect technical aspect is important of course it is got to be safe but but it's that ability to communicate it's that ability to motivate it's that ability just to go up to somebody and have a chat and compliment and what they're doing and say hey come on come over here and do this with me let's go and try something that's a bit different that, that might just make your workout a bit more fun and that's it that's the thing not Oh, let's do it because it's going to get you bigger, stronger, better. No, let's go and do it because it's going to add variety. Yeah. Or the, or the it, yes, it's not the technical, you know, this is, this is good technique. Although that is of course, very important. Very, very important. But the, the, the empathy and the, as you say, either mirroring or joining or just not necessarily physically holding someone's hand, but guiding them and being there with them and understanding yeah. them is, is the 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 real skill isn't it for a good yeah hundred percent hundred percent yeah so uh, we need to be careful otherwise we start selling we start selling training courses again yeah <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else Rob in your dream gym then that, that we've not covered I, I I'd I'd want to say 
no headphones allowed. But okay, but 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 that would be is being disrespectful to the people that like to have music and their own music. You, you know, I'm going back to this. I don't want to enforce what I want on other people. But again, I I I don't like this. You know, put them on, zone in. Yep. It's, it's it's more about I want to I. You know, I think that that's that makes life harder for a trainer. You know, how do I come up and talk to you if you're so plugged in and you're not you're zoned out? I want to be able to come out and say, "Hi, how are you doing? How's it going?" You know, well, I think that's, that's. I mean, listen, it's it's often a quick a quick fire question mm. is either headphones in or out, or another one of the quick fire questions on my ever growing list is you know what what are the rules or you know reasons for getting banned from your gym? So if headphones or earbuds or whatever are not allowed i think that's perfect it's yeah your, it's your gym rob it's your yeah that's what, yeah, that's right yeah headphones ban yes it would be controversial to some people <laughs> because they need to listen to the your dream gym podcast while they're working yeah, out well they did yeah that's right <laughs> but uh, not know. but not in your gym because no. you need your star well if my gym my gym is outside so so look at what's around you listen to the sounds you know, birds, what's going on, water flowing, Yeah. you know, rain falling, if it's falling, but, but just, just enjoying being nature. outside, enjoying nature, enjoying that for what it is. Don't, don't have your head down with your plugged in because you'll miss it. You'll yeah. miss that deer running across in front of you. Uh, or, or you'll miss the trainer going, watch out, there's a deer running. Yeah, that's right. You're going to get hit. By yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's perfect. So no headphones. That's so oh. very, very good. Is there a name? Do you have a name in mind? Your dream gym? Well, oh, cool. actually, I because that was one question. So functional alfresco. Nice. <laughs> because it's all about functional activity and doing it for why you want to do it. And it's outside. So functional alfresco. And I think we can, well, there's definitely something we can riff off there for the marketing about, yeah. about enjoying, enjoying the faff. Yes. Well, that's probably a double F, but Go functional <laughs> alfresco. Yeah. I love it. Very functional alfresco. Also, it's all about the mountains. There's not really much kit. You're using a lot of outdoor. Well, there might be some trails and things like that, but it's much more about the social and the communities that you're developing around yeah. the different areas that you've got and, there. and making it accessible as well. Mm. So, you know, there's, there's no, you don't need, you know, doesn't need to cost a lot of money to go outside. So it's accessible. Okay. Accessibility is important as well. So in my gym, it's got to be, it's got to be open to all. Yes. You mustn't in any way feel you can't come along and just enjoy just doing and being. Yeah. But it's more about fun than it's, it's yeah, the exercise hidden in fun activities, whether it's throwing, yeah. throwing balls into bins or. It's an interesting guy. Cause as I said, you, you thinking about this made me reflect and I'm, I was trying to think where the fun thing came from, but that for me, my whole life is that sport exercise activity has always been fun. That's why I enjoyed doing it. It was fun. And I think that, that if you can take that. That should be, you know, it, if there's one thing that, that we could do, it may, if you can make it fun for people, it doesn't become exercise or activity. So we need the, we need the, we need the fun of functional to yes, be a, that's right. Yeah. You oh, the fun and functional. Yeah. yeah.
So we're getting the fun into it as well. Yeah. Excellent stuff. So a couple of quick fire questions and we've done headphones. We've done rules for getting thrown out. Who's going to be your two workout buddies? This is the dinner party question. Who would you have with you in your dream gym? Alive or dead? Famous or fitness industry or both? Anyone you want. Well, that's really, really difficult. I mean, I, I, I would love to say, you know, I could go back to when I was, Franz Flammel would have been, you know, that's a, Oh yeah. Famous skiing name, but, but you know, that's sort of how, how I was. And, and interestingly, probably somebody like Bradley Wiggins. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he, he was one, that, you know, he was a professional sportsman, but he always felt, it always felt like he wants to do it for the right reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think he's quite a fascinating person and he was in and around the sport where it became more professional and, you know, but he was a little bit controversial. So it would be interesting to hear his view. So to work out with him would be, would have been quite interesting. So yeah, yeah, those, those nice, good good conversation. You see, you got to be able to have a good conversation when you're exercising. Yeah. Well, anybody I can have a good conversation with would be good. Yeah. It goes back to, so yeah, Brad Wiggins and nothing wrong with Chris Froome, but Brad, Brad's conversation and stories and exactly. banter and probably having a beer as well. Yes, and, um, exa- exactly. Yeah. And that's right. It, yeah. The alcohol is important. Something. And bang and, and, and bang into his music. So you go, yes. go, go over all that as well. Yeah. Excellent. And are there any, yeah, what's the, oh, I don't know about group exercise classes. What about, yeah. Any events that you've got coming up? Any challenges? that you've got set well interesting i i set myself a challenge of doing the great south run last october and unfortunately the train well the training was going really well and unfortunately i got injured so ah. as in i got a sort of a, a foot issue that precludes stopped me from doing it so i i have sort of set myself the challenge of trying to which is why i've continued the running because mm-hmm. i would like to do that because i think for me i work same as work work exercise i work better when there's a challenge when you're going for something sure so there's still that i would still like to do that because it's just down the road and Mm -hmm. it's nice distance 10 miles so yeah that's that's something i would aim for which is it's october time watch out for sponsors what's that what yeah watch out for sponsorship sponsorship requests for rod come come october brilliant Okay. Well, listen, we should, we should probably wrap things up. It's been a great chat, as I knew it would be. Can't believe how long past the time's gone. <laughs> yeah. But functional al fresco um, is Rob's dream, Jim. Thank you very much for taking the time. And Thank you very much for having me on. It's been, it's been a pleasure. I should have done it sooner. It's been really yeah. interesting. Well, I'm glad to hear it. We'll, I'll yeah. get a couple of recommendations for next guests off you once we're done. Oh, um, well, I'll buy them over to you. Okay. And if people, I mean, people can find you, Rob Johnson on LinkedIn, presumably. That's right. That's the best place to get me LinkedIn. Yeah. They want to um, connect, but reach out, reach out. Or, or, or even better than that on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Wednesday the, the 14th of June at Elevate, come to the stand and see what's happening. Yes. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Rob. Look Thanks for asking. I love to see you. Yeah. I'll see you at Elevate. See you at Elevate. Cheers. Hi, it's Guy back again with some thank yous and details of our next guest. 
Firstly, as always, a big thanks to you for listening to this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. And thanks again to Rob Johnson for telling us about Functional Al Fresco, a great gym up in the mountains, working out with Franz Klammer and Bradley Wiggins. What a combination that would be. And we referenced a couple of other guests. If you do want to catch up with the other Future Fit guest so far on Your Dream Gym, Paul Swainson was Series 3, Episode 7. And we referenced a couple of times Andy King, who was on Series 4, Episode 2. So go back and catch up with those. Thanks as well to Explore Gym and to Elevate, of course. I hope to see lots of our listeners at Elevate. Please do come and tell us what you think about your dream gym at the show on the 14th and 15th of June. And if you want to get involved in the podcast, either as a supporter or you want to suggest a guest, then please get in touch on the socials or drop me an email to guy at ggfit.com. Next week, we have got Catherine Edmonds, another speaker at Elevate. Catherine Edmonds is now with Simspa, so looking forward to talking to her about her dream gym. Look out for that in your podcast stream if you subscribe. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you soon.